0: Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Today is a blessed day. It is indeed the day the Lord. The Lord has specifically made. And we are going to rejoice and be glad and gladdened by it in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, we continue from what we discussed yesterday on the impact of fear on us. And here, I am going to focus on fear making one even irrational. So in last time, we discussed on the fear causing soul to scheme and do different things. But here, I want to look at even hone a bit more into how a lot of the actions of soul were not even making sense anymore. And so I'm going to be reading from 1 Samuel 18, 12 to 26. I will skip some verses like yesterday and we will discuss in our usual fashion afterwards. So I go, Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with David but had departed from Saul. So he sent David away from him and gave him command over a thousand men. And David led the troops in their campaigns. In everything he did, he was a great success because the Lord was with him. When Saul saw how successful he was, he was afraid of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David because he led them in their campaigns. Everybody loves a good leader. And then I will read verses 17. Saul said to David, Here is my older daughter, Merab. I will give her to you in marriage. Only serve me bravely and fight the battles of the Lord. For Saul thought to himself, I will not raise a hand on him. Let the Philistines do that. And then, let to shorten this, tortured his man, and then Merab got married to somebody else. Now, verses 20. Now, Saul's daughter, Michal, was in love with David. And when they told Saul about it, he was pleased I will give her to him, he thought, so that she may be a snare to him and so that the hand of the Philistine may be against him. You will just see here, like I was saying yesterday, everything Saul was doing was driven by thought, driven by thought, because here he says he thought, oh, he could do this, he thought, oh, he could do that. Thoughts are so powerful. We need to remember to capture our thoughts. And also to ensure that there's no landing, there's no roots in us that those thoughts, you know, latch on. So there's nothing that like, like would entice us, you know, to them. But thoughts are so powerful. We need to capture our thoughts. I continue. I will give her to him his thoughts, so that she may be a snare to him, and so that the land of the foolish things may be against him. So Saul said to David, now you have a, a second opportunity to become my son, saul then saul ordered his attendants speak to david privately and say look the king likes you and his attendants all love you now become his son-in-law he repeated these words to david but david said do you think it is small matter to become the king's son-in-law i am only a poor man and little none when saul's servants told him what david had said saul replied say to david the king wants no other price of the ride than a hundred Philistine skin four skins to take revenge on his enemies. Saul's plan was to have David fall by the hands of the Philistines. So I stopped there. Fear can make one irrational. So Saul became irrational. It did not make sense anymore. And as we look at scripture today, like I highlighted before, Saul once had the Spirit of God on him. So he knew that the spirit of God in him gave him success in everything he did, right? So he knew how powerful God is, but yet he chose to battle with David that God's hand was clearly on. He was literally battling with God and he thought he could win because he was seeing things from a place of fear. You see how fear captivates one's mind and makes one not even think, because you are so captivated and there's a psychological you know response to this on how our thinking brain shuts down when we are afraid because we are focused on our survival brain but then it just shows how things become ridiculous because we begin to act and react in ways that we would not normally do because we are so focused on the fear so focused on the fear let's say look at another example Saul tried to kill David with his fear And David evaded him. He was ready to use his daughters as a bait to trap David because of his fear. And also Israel as a bait. Because bear in mind that if David had gone to fight the Philistines and lost, Israel would be at stake. Yet he was fine to let David lose. So for example, David was one leading the thousand army. So if they had killed David, most likely they would have lost that battle. And Saul was okay for the Israelites not losing the battle, just because he wanted David out of the way. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to at what extent he was going to to get rid of David, and he had a whole kingdom to focus on. Fear can make one irrational. What I also find funny is that in everything, God was giving David success in all he did. Yet, Saul was still scheming. David killed Goliath. Yet, Saul was still scheming against him and hoping that the Philistines kill him. So irrational, honestly. How a king is ready to give up his whole kingdom because of one man. It just reminds me of you know when the devil told Jesus after his fasting, that he you know bow down before me and I will give you the whole world. Saul was ready to put that at stake, put Israel at stake because of his fear. You know, responding in fear, responding to those thoughts that we don't capture or fear can make us do things. where we look and we're like, what? Did I just do that? In shock. We're so shocked at how we responded and what we did. Well, guess what, at that point in time, it may have made so much sense. I'm like, yes, you know, I deserve it or it's justified and all that. But on reflection, one can think differently. And so here I want to say that let's submit our hearts to God. Whatever area we feel we need to, or maybe unlike so, maybe we need, we feel like we have to revenge or retaliate and all those things. And I suggest that If we react to fear, not in love, we will not get the joy that we expect. We have to react in love to be able to get satisfaction, to be able to get peace of mind. It's contradictory and I'll obviously um, have another episode on this to read into it. But honestly, the way the courts come wants us to act out of love. The way the thoughts come to suggest to us is deliberate intention is for us to act out of love. And when we are acting out of love, we are not doing God's bidding. We are not being who He has called us to be. And so we have to remember that we can't be acting and reacting on those thoughts. Those thoughts come as suggestions, but we have the ability to decide what to do with those thoughts but also get healing for whatever landing power, whatever weight may be in our lives, in the end of our lives that may make those thoughts enticing. See, next episode or maybe in a couple of episodes, I'll discuss letting go and letting God. There's no need to retaliate. You leave it for God. So thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. And I pray that God helps our hearts. God helps our hearts to obey what He's asking us to do. God helps our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you for listening to me today. Remember, let God avenge for us. Live revenge, leave retaliation. Let God do it. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. I love you. Bye.